This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by the Phaedrus Group. It's dishonored Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> Kill yourself. December 19th, 2012, and V equals capital J, capital P, capital T, 1, capital U, lowercase p, 8, capital W, capital I, capital H, capital E. This is Idle Thumbs 88. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Jake Rodkin. And I'm Sean Vanneman. Oh, hey, guys. Hey. We just watched Sean play a bunch of Cart Life. Gosh. This game is crazy. It's so This game good. is actually amazing. Like, I would go so far as to say just watching you play, like, 40 minutes of this game or whatever this is a remarkable game it is a remarkable game it is with zero sarcasm what i think games are incredibly incredibly good yeah. at it feels like a thing that watching oh god there's no way to, t- to talk about this without me just sounding like a hyperbolic just ridiculous it person, makes you, know, you a better like, person to yeah, play this it game seems it seems like oh oh someone figured it out you know that's like yeah, what i felt no, like when i was watching yeah. i'm like oh yep. it's like a video game but also, it's telling a story, but the story's part of the actual video game. Like, that's really yeah. stupid to say. But no one. Like, no, you're playing the game, and your success or failure dictates the story of the game, and the story of the game is an emotional and personal one that, after experiencing it, leaves you empathetic for that person's but even, plight. But even the even <laughs> the good. even the completely dis- like discreetly written parts of it, yeah, feel completely at home in the narrative. So okay, so the, it is an incredibly well written game. The too. idea, yeah, it is really yeah. Um, so the idea of Cart Life is that. It's basically like the the game part of it is essentially like an economic it's an economic simulator simulator like you right. you run a store basically a cart but it's a you, newspaper yeah, stand and you furnish it with inventory and then people come and buy them for you and you set the prices and you make change for the people and you run your cart and you have to buy supplies and like manage your profit and loss and but but on, also on you top have to live that, a life like you have to actually live the life of the person who operates your cart. Right. And in the chapter that we played, we were an Eastern European immigrant. Ukrainian immigrant. Yeah. Ukrainian immigrant who learned English on the way here. Yeah. By uh, translating Ukrainian poetry yeah. into English. And or like he practices it that way. Anyway. I mean, it's super lo-fi. Like it's a 2D sort of 8-bit looking game. And all in oh. black and white. All in black and white, but an incredible amount of animation. Yeah. 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 And, and a, an interesting variety of graphical styles. Yeah. Like it's not all just it's not all it doesn't all just look like kind of NES style pixel art. Yeah. Like there's a wide it, it variety. It is pixel art of, based, but they're not afraid to play with scale and to play yeah. with the different different shading well, and types to have, and, and to have scenes of more naturalistic illustration and like there's just yep. there's just a wide variety of kinds of and there's like animation that's just silhouette and then there's you know yep. I mean there's all kinds of stuff in Also, there. as far as you have to live your life, that means things like you have to pay rent in your hotel and feed your cat, but also the transactions you make at your cart 
include the human element where customers come up and then you have the opportunity to introduce yourself and give your name and then that customer's name is learned by you so you can talk to them by name you can talk to them about their life and their job and then also about other customers like there's a small talk button that just brings up anybody else all, you the, any, all the topics every, you've accrued yeah, so you can ask this guy about his job and how his life's going and then that boosts this sort of always jittery like very real time looking customer satisfaction meter. So if you talk the guy up and make friends with him and then sell him a newspaper, you the odds of you getting tipped is way higher. The odds of the guy coming back yeah. as a repeat customer is higher. It's crazy stuff. And also because it's an economic, it really is a simulation. Yeah. Be- behind like driving so much of what's happening, you getting hungry, you getting sleepy. That it takes time to do the mundanity of life, like walk to work or take a taxi or take a bus. And that's a huge consideration. It's like, I could spend $15 on a cab or I could just waste an hour. It says like, how long will it take? It's like almost instantly. (laughs) Like how long it takes to get there. Well, it said almost instantly or about an hour until you bought a digital watch. At which point the game started knowing exactly what time it was. Cause your guy finally was, that watch was such a huge upgrade. Yeah. 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 Not knowing what time was when you got to the, God, just the, the whole first day, I thought was just astonishing. Like you, right. you're on the train, you're coming to this place, you, and you're, the guy takes it all in stride. You know, he's look, he's in his forties or fifties probably right. just look to look at him. And like, it was, it felt stressful to watch this guy come to the city. He's never been to before. Like you have to figure out what, just like, learning where so do I much information. Eat? Like, uh, of course you don't know. Right. Like, I guess I'll go downtown. Like, I don't know. Should we go over here? Right. Like, you, I mean, it was just the whole thing was right. so that map alien. opens up with like six possible places you could go. And we're like, yeah. I don't know which one of these yeah. things has it a was, restaurant. It really communicating, communicated how alien it is right. to just go to a place you've literally never been before and suddenly be expected to live a life. Well, it playing was, it, I, this, this second day when I woke up, I felt like a badass. I was like, I'm going to go to the supermarket. I'm going to buy yeah. this. I'm going to buy coffee yeah. for the thing. And then I'm going to take the same bus. And it's going to be the seat. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I've already got food for the day. My cat's yeah. fed. I'm going to kick this day's ass. Like, I felt so empowered going into the second day based on just having accrued the knowledge from my fuck-ups of the day before. Yeah. But I was still, you know. Where you were accidentally tearing the newspapers in half when trying to cut them and stuff. Yeah. So you perform actions like you get 20 newspapers. Like, in the, in the game, in the story I was playing... I was a newspaper vendor and I would get 20 papers every morning and you have to like cut open the thing, fold all the newspapers and then stock them. But you do that in almost like old school adventure game style where you have to write out, well, it's actually, cut the thing. It's like, do it's the like thing. late, late game Mavis beacon teaches type. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's good. Yeah. 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 And, and because again, like time is driving all the things that are happening to you through the game on the, on the larger scale, on the small scale, it is as well like customer happiness and your ability to like get those papers sold yep. now it like t- it times how long you do it you do how oh yeah the, 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 the customer the customer transaction oh, interactions change. are crazy where the yeah. guy walks up and is like oh yeah i'll have a i'll have a newspaper and then it says what did the customer buy a b c d and you have to choose oh he bought the newspaper correct then six dollars minus the cost of the newspaper type that in and it's all timing you and also the customer happiness meter is running at the same time as that which was crazy to me yeah so if you're quick to serve these guys, oh, it's good. So the the other thing, the about, game also does feedback really well. Keep I want to go back to the first day because yeah. that that I thought was really yeah, for remarkable. Sure. And like you, you get you get you meet this guy to buy his newspaper stand off of him basically. Like he's I guess moving on up to like a right. You know, no, a, he was at that grocery store. Yeah, he was at the grocery store now. And like we that was that was a cool thing. Like we yeah. of all the places you could have gone right. to buy food, you just happened to go to the place where yeah, and that the guy, guy like, sold hey, your cards. Like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, hey. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's fine. Things are fine. <laughs> Things are fine. Because you had the ability to be like, it's great. <laughs> Everything's good. But you were like, I'm doing okay. Because at that point, I was starving to well, death. Yeah. Yes. You, you remember that? You could also say it could be a lot better. Or yeah. Like yeah. 
Right. And you were super hungry. Yeah. But, um, but on that first day, uh, everything was completely alien. And I remember that when the, and the guy gave your license, everything. And then the police officer came by and first he's like, yeah, how's it going? I'm going to want one of those newspapers. Like, but you're doing, you go through this whole thing. Then he's like, anyway, I'm going to have to see your license. And you were like, what, what? I have a permit. I have a permit. I have a permit. I have a permit. You did. And it was totally fine. You just say, oh yeah, here's my permit. And he's like, all right, great. Sorry to bother you. And then he leaves. But I loved it. That is the exact kind of, like, that's the kind of thing that happens in life. Right. And it still causes you to have that moment of like, oh, is I have that. Right no, no, I have like, that. Is it have good? That. Like, I, I don't I have know that. what. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I love that they put that in, even yeah. though, like, just on the, like, just to maybe have, maybe you panic. Like, who knows? Like, I don't know <laughs> well, what. Like, I have no permit. What? No, because you can say, here's my permit, or why do I need to show you that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was way too big for my britches. For, like, the, yeah. the implication... <laughs> When that when the guy sells you the store at the beginning, he's like, and also here's a permit which you'll need. It's only good for Franklin Street, but you know, at some point, if you want to open a stand and put yeah, it yeah, somewhere yeah. else, you can. But I mean, you're probably going to be doing pretty well here. Yeah. And that immediately just made me think, where the hell else is this game going to go? Because we only right. put in a, an hour or something like that. But not even, not yeah. like forty minutes. Yeah, yeah. we'd probably but, still be playing it. <laughs> yeah, God, it's really it's really impressive. And also, it's just as you say, it's incredibly well written. Like the the guy has the the um the, you know the protagonist of this story. Uh, I can't remember on Andrus is the guy's and, name. Andrus, yeah, Andrus, yeah, and uh, and he's got this verbal tick. They're not tick, but he has this sort of just stock response where he says yes, good, or like yes, okay, yes, it is good. Like he's got yeah. he's got this like two or three like little constructions that he always kind of responds with. It's like his sort of just way of acknowledging something, and that's the kind of just little thing that is so often just doesn't exist in game writing. Mm-hmm. You know, the game writing is is tends to be just completely. Every character is written with the same voice or like it's just all yeah. like it tends to be very kind of low oh quality writing. And like yeah. this, the just the little touches like that in this game felt like there was actual care put into them. Like I well, also like the as character- you're learning stuff, it's not getting written down. So people are telling yeah, you these things in a very true. like naturalistic voice where it's yeah. like if you want another permit, you're going to have to go up the street to this place. Also, you have to turn in your stuff on Friday. This guy, but don't worry about oh, it. It's yeah, really this, easy this, to stop like, by. The, the woman came by. Yeah, she's, she's like, like oh, just come by. Don't on worry. Street. Yeah, I'm over I'm on the like, street. Well, come by. know that now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what street was that? I was like, oh, God. Like, yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's so good. What's amazing is, as well as this chapter is written, the flip side chapter, remember at the beginning, we could choose between the man and the yeah, woman. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So the woman, the her story is just, you are sort of like a middle class white woman, but uh, just went through a divorce and now in a custody battle for your kid mm-hmm. and you have no job. So you get it in your, uh, in your head that you're going to open up a coffee store and like mm-hmm. you're talking to your, it opens that tutorial part. As opposed to talking to the person who owns the stand in front yeah, of you, right. you're actually talking to your sister on the phone. And you're like, well, yeah, I'm going to open a coffee store. She's like, really? I don't know if that's a good idea. Like, like no, no, I'm totally going to do it. And if I can just show that I've raised $1,500, I've, I've made $1,500 in sales by next week, I can prove that it's like a viable business and I'll get my daughter. Like you're trying to win custody of your daughter right, yeah. and you have a very concrete goal, but you're talking to your sister and the conversation between the main character and her sister about whether she should embark on this venture, which is the complete gameplay conceit of that chapter is so naturalistic. It's freakish. It's just so well written. It's yeah. just, it blindsided me when I played it yesterday and uh, I'm really excited. I'll show it to you. It's yeah. really excited I, to show it to I you. I desperately want to play this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't, yeah. I've not been so intrigued by a game in a long yeah. time. This game is called cart life. We only, I think we've mentioned it briefly once cart life. Yeah. And I don't think it's out yet. Um, is it, I don't think so. I'm playing it through the IGF. Through the IGF. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's I kept hearing a bunch of stuff about anachipness where my coworkers mentioned it to me and she was like trying to describe what it was and like why it was cool and I just didn't understand like at all what she meant. Yeah. Like I just didn't this is this is a hard game to just kind of I'm actually afraid that the readers oh, I think Cart Life may actually be available. Oh awesome. Oh is it? Is it like as a pre-order thing or something? No, the Cart Life site says download zip file oh. requires about two hundred well, megs of hard drive space. Just go, oh, so. go get go that get game. game. <laughs> I'm really What's glad the it's URL? available. Uh com slash cart life. But if you just Google for Cart Life, you'll find it or Cart Yeah, and it's two words, I think. Yes, it is. Yeah. God, that's good. I'm really, I'm really glad this isn't just one of those. Just one of those classic. Like, anyway, it's an awesome thing. Kept <laughs> ten as like yeah. whatever. Play um, Nidhog one day. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm definitely gonna play this game. Cool. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. It's it's just staggering. It's one of those things where it just makes me really happy for it to exist. Yeah. And oh man, there's an everything version of the game, which includes. Vinny the bagel vendor. Oh, and also, crazy. How do they make this much content? There's also like, a deluxo version, which includes a bunch of other stuff too. I think maybe he's been working on it for a long time. Apparently, because there's, so, I mean, you know, the, it's it run, it's a low resolution game. Like, but there's not a lot of pixels on the screen. But it there's a huge amount of animation and just just dialogue. Content. Like, there's just tons of stuff <laughs> on in the this website. Game. It's called Cart Life, a retail simulator for Windows. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's, That's the good. best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I started. I first heard about this game um, when people were kind of there were. I just you know like grapevine stuff going around about. Oh yeah, this game seems like it might be a kind of narrative. You know, like one, a con- under consideration for a narrative award in, in IGF. And I'm like, weird. This is like a. It's like an economic sim, like narrative yeah. award. I was really baffled. I was just baffled by that. I was confused. Uh, and then I and a couple. I heard, just saw a bunch of people all talk about it in that way. And I was like, I'm not sure I understand why that would be. Uh, and then I saw you play it. And now you and know. Now <laughs> yeah. Cart life. This is such a more convincing, affecting narrative than like, I mean, I don't know. Than most stuff most I've every, ever played. Than everything. Like, yeah. yeah no. the, the way thing that, I mean, go ahead. Oh, just the way that it systemizes things in a way that actually has meaning is really, really Yeah, nice. and it walks that line that is, I mean, people at all stages of development from AAA down to indie try to hit which is explicit narrative um on top of a system right and getting those things to work in sync and And that's the thing there's a lot of explicit narrative in this game there's a lot lot of just authored stuff that just happens and it really is you don't mind it though no love it oh no it's perfect it's this really really like wonderful marriage between the two things and i think that's like a that's like a something that everybody's chasing. It's just thing like you choose to walk home and then it just gives you a, an entire city block in the middle of the night looking fucking spooky that you have to walk a guy back to his yeah, sea bag crap that hotel. That guy kind of walking up yeah, behind Yeah, that us. other pedestrian walked by and I was like, we're going to get mugged. He's going to steal yeah. half our money. Oh, he just walked by. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> what? Like, meanwhile, that just... we had never been mugged. Right. <laughs> we had never been mugged, but we just assumed that yeah. that's it's what like, this game would do to us. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But Maybe then, you can never get mugged. But, but then it, there's just the fact that your guy is like always coughing in the background. Yeah, he's got to sneeze. He's got allergies or something yeah um you know i mean there's just there, there are just little details all over the yeah. place that are just really really good yeah, also it sounds like we've been cat. talking about a ton of shit in this game but i feel like we've talked about one percent of our experience so like we're yeah. not we're leaving quite a lot There's, available to be discovered by yeah. playing this goddamn game yeah it's also, not like it's not like talking about into it right? no i don't so think like, we are yeah. no but it's not like talking about yeah i mean i mean for other first off i don't mean to say this like like if we tell you about frog fractions we kind of told you everything about the game i think right yeah but like it's not like that at all yeah, I mean, doesn't well, mean don't play Frog Fractures. Yeah, you're you right though about how obviously how little of this game we've seen because I haven't I didn't even think about the fact that we had 
we've only been to like three locations on the seven that are available now, and it feels like more keep opening started, up. We've we've only started selling two items: newspapers and coffee. Yeah, and like, you can you can clearly you can sell stock your store with all kinds. You can of sell. Yeah. We know. No, no, not only that, we've only started selling grade D coffee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. We instead of getting our food from a supplier, we just went to the local big box store and bought the cheapest coffee and yeah. started selling. Also, that. the other thing that's cool, or not? I mean, it's horrible for us right now playing it, but like the thing that is appropriate is that you know every day so far we're just way in in the in the red because we all of the costs of just getting our inventory yeah, stocked up and, up and running, like yeah, getting capital. up and running are just it just means we're just bleeding yep, money yeah. right now. God, and also you it's one it's of these so games painful. you you make so many mistakes playing the game but you generally are in an, you're always trying to only make the same mistake once. Yeah. Which well, is like, really yeah. like which is incredible. You sold that coffee for, for 16, 16 cents. Yeah. And the, the guy the guy the was guy's like, like, like 16 really? cents for this coffee? Really? Are you well, sure? Well, all right, all right. <laughs> sweet. Yeah, I guess so. And I was like, God, I didn't set the price. Yeah. <laughs> like you made one penny off that guy because that's the default profit. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Oh my goodness. Yeah, 16 cents, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just really good that that was what the guys But then you know that he like tasted it and went, oh, God, because it was kind of the shittiest coffee you could have. Like, okay. Worth it. Worth the 16 cents. Barely. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's funny. The thing that – so in the game, the first time – I sold a newspaper the first time I did it, and it took me like 10 seconds. And they were like, no, okay. I'm like, oh, okay, I figured out how to do this. And then I sold a newspaper the second time. It took me like four seconds. And the guy went, oh, great. Thanks, man. And gave me a $5 tip on a 75 cent paper. Yeah. And I lost my mind. Like internally, I got so excited. I was yeah. like, yes. You're like, this will feed yes. my cat for a week. Like, I was so excited to get that $5 tip. Yeah. And it just made me realize that like, man, like maybe tipping somebody is something that can have a big emotional response to. I don't know. Like I waited tables once, but it was different. You know, like, I don't know. Like I was a kid with a summer job, but Right. It's not your livelihood in the same way that it's, you know, and it was just sort of this, like, it's such a very trite, it feels even shitty saying it and sort of stupid, but like, it made me sort of realize, like, where you were how, like, I worked for that video game $5 tip. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah. <laughs> a real person yeah. has experiences that in a way that I can never fathom, but have maybe gotten half a percent closer to appreciating. It was yeah. just, and that video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really wonderful. I'm glad that cart life idle thumbs goatee 40 minutes in <laughs> this is the dumbest this is the dumbest comparison ever but like I don't know it just there are two games that I've seen that uh, you know I'm maybe there are more I don't know that have this sort of eastern immigrant explicitly like oh god you're gonna talk about GTA story. 4 yeah like it's just it's hilarious <laughs> to me that GTA 4 comes it's like the attitude that guy has at the beginning of GTA 4 is basically a, is pretty similar to the I mean, he's got bigger dreams. He's than got this more guy, chutzpah. But it's like, like he's but been, it's a, you know, yeah. he's like an ex-soldier. He's but it's got like, like the, a... the 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 way that GTA Four starts, like right. that game should go more like Cart Life, at least for a while. You right. know what I mean? God, like, that would be crazy if that game was being honest about it about, right, right. about the story it, were, it was telling. Well, you don't know that there's a secret twist that happens in Chapter Two of Cart Life where you're forced to kill a guy. Right. Well, who knows? <laughs> I wouldn't even. I would not even be surprised That's based true. on the if someone comes up and offers you the uh, potential to just go into an apartment and murder yeah. someone, and then it, Hotline Miami just starts right. playing. Not that I'm saying. Not that I'm saying GTA Four should be like Cart Life. I only bring that up because it's seems sometimes like often it seems in video games there's this like default assumption that it's like there's just only one right. you know the gta 4 like they want to tell this like really complicated story but like oh you still basically have to make it about just killing everyone because that's what you do in a video game chris ramo like, that's the- why isn't grand theft auto an economic <laughs> simulator 
<laughs> Why is my guy not sneezing every 45 well, seconds, which stops me from walking? Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't, yeah. Specifically comparing to GTA, to GTA or like any GTA game in particular is not my intention. I only bring it up because of the specific like Eastern Yeah, no, European that's all that I've thought about as well. But it's like, I, I do think that the GTA games are, are a good example of where just default game storytelling fails. And I like the GTA games, right? Like, I think GTA 4 is actually amazing in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it's clearly a failure of marriage of narrative and gameplay in a huge way. Like, it's just... Of course. A, it's a disaster in that respect. Right. It's like, oh, it's this story about this this guy who wants to turn over a new leaf, and then it just turns into the bog standard, more GTA shit ever, where you're just Being blowing everything up instantly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just... It's silly. And it's... it's a, it's a Everyone knows it's silly. It's not like that's a secret. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's really interesting seeing an example of a game that that is actually a video game. Like that's the thing. Cart Life is a straight up game. It's not, you know, it's not interactive fiction. Like it's, I mean, well, you could call it that, I guess. But like, it plays like a game. There's, there's a shitload a, of a systems, system which is what your actual yeah. primary interaction. But it's is. still telling us telling this like low key immigrant story in a really convincing way. Yeah. And then there's also, I guess, this entire other half of it that is about. Also, there's kind of Vinny the bagel seller as well. Yeah. well. I think her name's like the other. I can't remember the woman's name. There's an M, I think. But uh, yeah, you're, you're, this you're, has been a weird year for video games. Yeah. This has been a year for like just I feel like this year it's AAA been a kind just of a like cool year. goes Net off positive. the cliff, but there's like all this other interesting shift shit that's been it's, happening. I think I mean we've talked about this a million times, but yeah. it's just because the hardware platforms have remained still for so long, I think I it's guess, a huge yeah. it's at least on the AAA side, that's gotta be a big reason for it what's going be, yeah, on there. Yeah. I think I think there's a, another part of it that's a little different, which is that I mean you're I I suspect what you say is definitely part of it as well. And I think there's also something where um I feel like there's so much more competition for kind of just game hours than there was before. Like, uh-huh. I know so many people in the games industry who are like, yeah, I pretty much just play stuff on my phone now. Like, th- that's clearly not just a different audience. Like, there's clearly – that's competing hours for that's, the same That's definitely true. But- and I feel like as a result of that, a lot of the AAA stuff is kind of really doubling down on its core audience in oh. a big way because they – these are the people who will still reliably pay $60 for a, a AAA but game. I think that is hardware generated in a, in a big way. Like I think you you can't sell to the same people. You can only sell to the core people right now because the, the people who sure. – like, I just think there's ex- also those external factors that yeah. are exacerbating it is sure. what I'm saying. It's just – it's also e- – I mean it's also easier for a couple people to make a game. You know, I think. Oh, that's true. Yeah. The, the technological big, barrier is getting lower. You know, no doubt. Yeah. Absolutely. Things like FTL and Hotline Miami not only – is it easier for them to actually be developed, but it's way easier for them to come to market mm-hmm. and get yeah. in people's hands. Absolutely. So it's a cool time. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's my hope. I'm really glad we played cart life tonight. I yeah. am too. Yeah. Especially, I'm, I'm also glad for you, dear reader. Cause I feel like the tone of the, of the podcast might've been different. Have we not? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, especially cause of the game that we're going to talk about next. Probably. Yeah. I like like FTL hotline, Miami cart life. Um, God, there've been a billion crazy games this year that have been, 30 flights of loving. I, that's actually not what I was going to talk oh, okay. about. Indie games that are clearly made by a very small group of people, but feel like like the actual amount of play and right. just the sort of feeling of the game tonally yeah. is big. Right. And last year felt like it had a little bit of that. Like Super Meat Boy was, was last year, wasn't it? Year before, mm. I think. Maybe it was, was it Super Meat Boy was 2010? I think so. Yeah, Jeez. but you can say um, Binding of Isaac was last year. Yeah, I just, I guess that that style of indie game seems like it's growing in number in a way that mm-hmm. I. 
am entirely optimistic about, but it, it, yeah. I hope that... There's it, also Fez this year, which is kind of, yes. kind of that. I, I hope that that scope of games maybe just inflates a tiny bit more and actually maybe manages to occupy a little bit of a middle ground between yeah. insane tiny indie stuff. Oh, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, there's these really, really, really complete feeling experiences that have been appearing out of the indie scene lately in a, in a, in a different way, I think, than mm-hmm. even yeah, the notable indie games of a couple of years ago, which were already crazy. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm wrong about yeah. that because now no, I'm just I, like, oh, Aquaria. It's sort of like, like, I mean, you know. But sort of like, is there yeah, a but step Aquaria between... Aquaria felt to me very much like an outlier when it came out. Yeah, that's In a way true. that I don't think it would if it came out today. That's that's totally true. But yeah, all the breadth between like a Mark of the Ninja, which is like a big, super polished indie game down to a cart life, like filling in all that area. Yeah. yeah. Mark of the Ninja is, really... is like, it feels like a game of that scope is like the upper echelon of this right. genre. Like, was it the or, point that it almost crosses or, out? Or Bastion. Yeah. Bastion is a good example. That's last year, but yeah. Bastion's like in between even yeah. a Mark of the Ninja and like... But there actually is this... Yeah. yeah. There is a nice scope of game that exists and this mm-hmm. year has... Yeah, it's it's cool. been really pronounced in a way that I think is super cool. Yeah. And it's got to be weird if you're – well, I mean, even – I was going to say it's got to be weird if you're IGF and the GDC awards because what qualifies for an IGF entry and what qualifies for a GDC award entry, that line has been blurring more and more yeah. over the years. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this yeah, year is going to be weird. even more blurred There have been weird. a couple cases where the same game was in both the same year, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, even I think – yeah. Just turning into JP. Um <laughs> Ouch. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad like like IGN put up like Mass Effect and Borderlands as their game of the year. Also with Hotline Miami, Journey, and FTL and Unfinished yeah, that's Swan. that's what I was gonna say. And that's really the, good. Just, just like, I'm glad they did major that. gaming really press recognitions this year have also been mm-hmm. split across all of those things in a way that has not mm-hmm. happened in a while. It's it's weird. Video games, yeah. sweet games, yeah, cool games. So um, the game that I wanted to talk about next, and I hope we can Is this limit the amount of time we talk with this because I think it's not going to be pleasant. Mm, um, I have some good stuff to say. Okay, good. Is Far Cry FTL. 3. Far Cry um, 3. And what's funny is that I didn't have this, I, you know, I, was pl- I played several hours of this today and I hadn't even seen Cart Life before this. So I wasn't planning on comparing them, obviously, because I didn't even know we were going to talk about Cart Life. But now that well, they we are eminently comparable. <laughs> they're, they're not, obviously, but they're... But, all the stuff we were talking about, yeah, you kind of know where I'm going. Like, keep going. Yeah. There, so Far Cry Three is a, this is a, this is another. Speaking of just sort of identifying trends of 2012, here's another trend. I was talking about this with Sean before we started the podcast. Okay, um, this is another trend that feels like a thing to me. I don't know if I don't know if you guys agree, but this notion of AAA games trying to be about how violent video games are and like screaming in your face that we've, that's what they're about we've talked about this like 18 times okay this year. have we because this is yet another game we, that we t- is like i think this, the first basically. time we talked about it was when we were talking about spec ops yeah yeah, yeah. spec ops the, is i like mean for, spec child ops for that and far cry 3 are the two sort of spec ops i think is above it in how over oh it is for sure but yeah and far cry 3 is is a little less is a little less on the nose about the video game part of it but it definitely still has this like theme it's trying to get across or the subject matter it's trying to get across of like oh you're this guy and you start off just a normal dude but then you're thrown into this crazy violent thing and you like you become a monster and like it's very it's just yeah this year seems like it's, it's had a lot of you yeah. love it but it's so gross and you should be appalled by it but it's awesome yeah i mean there's like scenes in far cry 3 where you're like rescuing your girlfriend and and your character is like, oh, look at that sweet explosion and she's like why are you saying that you know like it's oh, you're just, really barreling through the story then I don't know. I'm like four hours in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've been not as 
on the storyline. Yeah, I, I mean, like there's just there's a lot of moments that are just. But meanwhile, the entire point of the game up until then, he'd never done it. Like my character had never emitted any barks to that effect. Like there was never a single. <laughs> he had moment never emitted where, a barks. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, I've killed a bajillion guys already. Also, yeah. the first second you get out of the camp, once you're in the world and you have a gun, like I'm just headshotting everyone instantly. Like there's no commitment to the notion that your guy actually is not at home in this environment. Like there's zero commitment to that idea. Like any claim that this game is actually about a guy thrown into a situation that he doesn't understand and forced to live up to it is bullshit. Spoiler, the game game would not be mechanically fun to most people if that was actually what it was about. Yeah, but then so just don't make your game be about that. I know. That's what I'm saying. This is a thing that I think maybe you and I were talking about this, about how, I mean, no one's ever going to make the game that that should actually be, which is that you're a superhuman sniper man. Right. Because no one wants to play that. Well, except, well, okay, so I hate to say this, but this is where Far Cry 2 succeeded. Right, of course. Right? Was by saying, you are really good at this, and yet this world still beats you down. And that's, it's, the, that's it, the point. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think everyone complains about it. No, I know, but that's just, like, don't bite it off if you're not willing to deal with it, is what I'm saying. Right? Well, I mean, thematically, another game we've played this year, like, Halo 4 is actually more cogent in all the way around. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You I are think, just a, yeah. like... Exactly. Tuned killing machine right. who has been built in a laboratory to be perfect at this. Yep. When you are. And those are the parts those are the parts of that game that are fine as far as I'm concerned. Like I, I mean the theme and mechanic of Halo is it's pretty si- it's silly. Pretty but like, step. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a super soldier fighting the alien invasion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you have all the bil- abilities and skills that a yeah. super soldier would have. Right. And if that's and what, needs. If that's what your <laughs> you game mechanically you know? is about, fucking cop to it. Don't yeah. don't be a shit. Well, that's about sort of it. I like, mean, I kind of got beaten up on the forums about this, I think, or maybe I was just being sensitive, but like the problem is is like in I mean, something I, like on, Halo I just want to really oh, yeah, yeah, really ahead. quickly. All the stuff that I was not crazy about with Halo 4, it's not that fundamental thing just to make clear, right? Because I was complaining about some Halo 4 stuff a couple weeks ago. Like, right. I think we all Those know that. More, I, just, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just want to make sure people don't go like, well, you were saying that game is dumb or whatever. Right, right, um, right. You know, the, just the fundamental notion of, oh, you're a super soldier. It's kind of the only honest thing about, like, about what's going on in the story right. of Halo 4. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I mean, just your verb set in Halo matches up completely with what you're asked to do yeah, thematically exactly. in the world. Yeah. And that's what kind of drove me nuts about this. Ver- just the very, I mean, I talked about this last week, but like I, then I talked about it on the forums and I'll, I'll go further. Uh, about the beginning where you're sneaking behind the guy. And then I just got shot because I wanted to express other intent mm-hmm. other than right. shoot yeah. him. But because I didn't have a gun, I could express zero intent. Right. So I br- I mentioned on the forums that I'm like this is an adventure game this is what you'd be able to do, um in that in that type of situation, and I think you can't have a thematic conceit that asks for other expressions of intent other than killing if that is the only if you know what I mean if that is the only if thing that's you can all do you're willing to support in the game yeah and it's funny because there are a lot of those character barks the thing that is kind of bonkers to me about the game is. It's open world Skyrim with guns, yeah. like quote unquote. Yeah. That's what everyone says. And yeah. then when you decide to pursue a mission thread, you're locked down into an instance, except yeah, there's no walls. I know. It's infuriating. Like, like when I, did you go to the, you get the Medusa? Yeah, I've, done, go a, I've tr- done a whole yeah, bunch of missions. And guys. I thought that was going to stop after the tutorial. But the entire game, once you're part of a, like quote mission right you're you're locked in this invisible no, so it doesn't, it doesn't just get added to a roster so you can wander over to no, it and no, do no, it no no it's That's very really weird it's sort the, of like it gets I... added to your main roster it's not a roster it's your main thing to do right it was like go scope out like there was the one the the, the, the most egregious one for me was 
there's like a shipwreck that's being used by the pirates yeah. to be like oh. they're like they're of course inf- there is because it's far cry of course so they're using it as like an information stronghold and you have to go in there and like get some intel off some guys and then and then, uh you deal with the tower or whatever yeah yeah you blow up a, you yeah. find some i don't know whatever you go to so a- you walk up and it's in a really beautiful part of the world too mm-hmm. uh it's sort of there's a little like an inlet sort of miniature bay and then there's an eroded like rock formation that sort of is almost like a like probably like 60 feet high gate <laughs> like tunnel into that secret bay where the shipwreck is and as i'm approaching it there's first off on pc that's just like there's boxes and ui everywhere but i guess they're trying to tone that stuff down with a patch i don't know oh thank god yeah Jesus. it's pretty well, that stuff is unbearable yeah, let's sorry put, yeah, we'll put a ahead. pin in yep, that yeah because it's there's a lot of stuff i want to get to <laughs> yeah and you're walking up and jason starts talking He's like, I should try to get to a vantage point to like sculpt this place out. Like, that is all I ever did in Far Cry Two is get to a vantage yep. point. So yeah, exactly, I'm yeah. looking at the structure. I'm like, I wonder if I can get on top of this arch. I wonder if I can do that. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. This is totally what I'm going to do. Oh, this is going to be great. What I'm going to do is hopefully not get eaten by a shark because that can happen. But I'm going to swim out around this the horn of this mm-hmm. bay here and then approach it from the outside. Yeah, and come in from the water. And if I climb up on some rocks, I'll, mm-hmm. oh, it'll be perfect. So the moment I start to go around the horn of the of where the rock formation is, it says you are leaving the mission area. Yeah, I'm leaving the mission area. Yeah, the this mission, is an open the world. Mission area game. is the <laughs> island, guys. Like, what do you think yeah, we're doing I, here? I was, I was, I took a screenshot of it. Like, I could, I didn't know. <laughs> I've never used the screenshot function ever. And I was like, I was in. I couldn't fathom that they would tell me that. You know, what's even worse than that. Well, actually, I don't even know if it's worse than that or not. I don't even know because I ran into that as well. Yeah. I, when I was playing that mission, my first approach in that mission, I had uh, – it just so happened that I had a sniper rifle with one bullet left and that mm-hmm. was it because I hadn't found the exact right kind of leather to make a harness to – this is another thing that I find – I'll get the crafting system. The crafting system is insane. But anyway, so so I have this one <laughs> bullet left. So I, I I shoot the one guy who's like in between me and the ship with my last sniper round and I'm like all right cool I'm going to go up and grab that guy's gun and then I like I swing back around and I climb and I do and I climb up this like side rocky outcropping thing and I'm like all right sweet I have I have open uh aim of the of these two guys patrolling around and of course the game has like big huge things floating above their head to tell me which yeah. is the important one like just I mean just ridiculous crap and so I'm like all right there's the guy I need to kill and so I uh like just on all the guys by the way it has this and anyway so I shoot them and then they set off an alarm, and then it's like, mission failed, you made too much noise. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I'm surprised you didn't get that for Sniper and the first guy. What am I, <laughs> like, I don't understand why the game gives a shit how I beat the mission. Yeah, I could not it's, figure it out. Because the, because well, like the, cause the, the narrative conceit was they have destroyed have to, the intel. I, I but guess. But like, just let them destroy the intel. Like, that's Well, also, fine. yeah, every, mesh, every mission ends up being, like, kill this one specific guy to get this key, then kill guy number two, then go to the thing. Like, it all just gets boiled down to this, like, incredibly transparently video game thing. I don't know. I, I find this game yeah. very str- – I don't know what game they thought they were making. This is the, this is the thing. This is the reason I, I wanted to compare it to Cart Life. Um, because, Jake, you were saying, like, Cart Life just has tons 
of just systems and mechanics. Mm-hmm. Like you get your end of day screen and it's this crazy thing. God, that like my favorite awesome, screen in car yeah, life. <laughs> the guy in the fucking shower with yeah, like this realistic rendering of the guy like leaning against the shower wall with like just a, what a rough day. On him, but then yeah. you just get Microsoft Excel goes gah, 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 yeah, gah, and appears great. on the side. Yeah. Just, and it's great. Mm. It totally speaks to what the game's about. Yeah. So, uh, so I was having a conversation with JP the other day. We were talking about Space Base, which is what we were working on for Amnesia Fortnite. And we were talking about like the difference between um, oh, Space Base is cool, by the way. I played it. Thanks. That's that all. game's not a good example of, of anything. <laughs> sure. Like, don't play that game and expect it to be a representation of anything great. But, like, it was whatever. <laughs> it was cool. Like, it was awesome. But, like, it's, at least you're hard on your own game. Look, too. it's a two week rough thing, whatever. Hey, man, it's rad. Um, so, anyway, we were t- but, but, <laughs> because of that game, we were talking about the different or like the difference between systems as an entire category of thing and then mechanics as a subset of that and like i don't know if right. this is the same way other people phrase it so I, this could be not a thing you and jp like, talking about systems and mechanics is probably not the way anybody phrases sure, anything fine that's that's i'm aware of that right <laughs> but no so it's, in, it's fascinating I, like, yeah. so mechanics like the way we in this in, for the purpose of this discussion like just as a useful vocabulary bit for us um, mechanics we were kind of describing as the stuff specifically the player interacts with and mechanics are systems but then there's also potentially systems that the player doesn't interact with they're just part of the world right so right. like or influence it, player the behavior. reason we we're talking about this is because space base was inspired by stuff like dwarf fortress right which has lots and lots of lots of systems going on that the player doesn't directly interact with on the mechanical level mm-hmm. um and that's what, i mean that's true of a lot of sim games right well, i know i know it is like I, I know time it passing yeah it's a common yeah, right. It's not specific to anything. It's just, right. uh, just a thing in games. Yep. But we were talking about it because we were specifically talking about the notion of, like, in some theoretical future version of Space Base, we would want to have a very, very high systems to mechanics ratio, right? Like, we'd want the player to have some some set of things they can do, but we'd want a lot of stuff running in the background to make the world more interesting. But mm-hmm. the player doesn't have to be directly interacting right. with all it of those gives you, things. It gives you a really good balance of being proactive and being reactive. Right, exactly. And 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 it makes ambient things potentially interesting because they're governed by these larger systems that from the player hopefully just manifest themselves as a more sophisticated, interesting world. But they don't right. have to be flipping all those levers all the time. And then I and and I and cart life uh, a lot of like car life exposes a lot of mechanical stuff, but it's because you're actually operating this business yourself. And then I, I was playing Far Cry 3 today and I was really overwhelmed by just the insane volume of mechanics that is just constantly thrown at you all the time. There was never a moment in that game ever that I was playing it that there wasn't another like exclamation point popping up and being like you've unlocked information about this like oh you have too much money buy get a new uh craft yourself a new wallet oops you can't skin this thing because you're because your backpack's full you better build a new backpack oh you don't have enough money to buy this gun because your wallet's not big enough like oops yeah I got to the point where everything was just so full that like and I just like what on earth is this doing for me and like oh it's oh I see you're supposed to feel like you're learning how to exist in this environment and like you're learning live to off live the off the land and so on. Right. So why exactly does my guy give a shit that he doesn't have the exact right kind of leather that he prefers to make a wallet out of? Oh, I'm sorry. I have literally like 12 different kinds of leather right now. None of them are good enough to make this guy's backpack. Like he needs, he needs tapir leather rather <laughs> than armor leather. Or He's got a strong or style sense <laughs> or lion or panther or any of the million other things. I like, he can't make it out of that. So you've what, skinned 12 what different is animals. That system exactly. How did you kill to, the shark? 
Sure. I shot it a lot. And the, then I uh, swam, <laughs> swam underwater. I was really I fucking... Shark. I shot it a lot. I was trying to kill a shark for a while. You just shoot it with a gun. Um, but I can't shoot underwater, right? You can shoot it from outside of the water. That's what I did. Okay. I um, think he was too deep or something. Yeah. He was He was right up there. It, it was a big deal so, for me. But what I'm getting at is, like, these. this is a choice they made to expose all of these as actual direct mechanics that the player interacts with. And I have no idea why. Meanwhile, right. there's to potentially, re- yeah, there's really fascinating stuff. Like I'll be up on this, up on a cliff, you know, overlooking an area and I'll see a bunch of guys get in a fight with a tiger and then they'll shoot at it and they hit a barrel and it blows up. And I'm like, that is a system that is really fascinating. And that shit just gets smothered by the infinite number of mechanics right. that I am constantly dealing with for no reason whatsoever. Like, as far as I can tell... <laughs> it is a good story, though. So I was on my way to, to kill a pangolin so I could make a grenade harness when a tiger attacked these guys. <laughs> but that's the stuff that's actually interesting that I, I just find myself getting fed just up got with because part, I can't though, pay attention. Like, and then there's like all these millions of plants There are no have. pangolins in the game. And, <laughs> that's a bummer. A pangolin... Pangolin grenade harness would be, <laughs> would be out of epic. control. Also, I'd feel really bad for that pangolin. <laughs> pangolins are sweet. They're noble. Yeah, pangolins are pretty good. Sorry. No, it's fine. I know you made just, your point is well taken. Then, we can only that, hope that the patch like, patches out the UI pop-ups and patches in pangolins. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, 50%. Do you know the about pangolin this? The pangolin meat is like exported What's, by... Yes, this is a big deal. Pangolins are killed by the hundreds in Indonesia, I think is where pangolins are from. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Where Somewhere are from. in Southeast Asia, maybe New Zealand. No, no, you're right the first time. Okay, I think, or you're wrong. Maybe Tasmania. Who knows? Anyway, you know what a pangolin is, right? No, I don't. Oh my gosh, really? They're like they're like an armadillo, but with like mm. scales of armor. And they're, they're like a friendlier looking armadillo. Yeah, they're like a happy mm. armadillo, like a tree dwelling <laughs> armadillo. Yeah. Armadillos just look. They don't have good they lives. Look crazy already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. Anyway, they're, why are we talking about this? Oh, because you were imagining that I was making a wallet out of one. Oh, their meat is exported oh, right, right. By, the, by the truckload, by the boatload. Oh, that's uh, adorable. No, they're really cute. I'm just joking. They're, on, this, the they're on the verge of extinction. Well, you're looking at a baby pangolin. At the oh, that's pretty adorable. They're on the the big ver- ones are kind of funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that, there's like 400 plants. And like, I'm, but the, I just don't understand. 400 plants, plants, but they're boiled down to just their color once you get one. It's a red plant. Sure. Oh, wow. Crazy. There's armor made out of it. Oh, yeah. Um, that's old. There's just that's all of this from, shit. Uh, some like Norse king was given that, I think. Also, why can't I hold more than this amount of money? Like, I just... Also, the amount of money it, thing is insane because somebody at work this pointed out when we were, we were all playing the game sort of in the like writing programming area. Uh, somebody said, whatever the wallet is in... Like your pocket, just put the money in that yeah, place. Yeah, I know. <laughs> where yeah. the, where the Wherever wallet. you hold the wallet, yeah. <laughs> yeah hold the, the money the in there. The fabric that composes the wallet, I, I want to use that space to put more dollar bills. <laughs> what is the problem? I, just the whole thing feels so unconsidered to me. It feels like an Ubisoft Montreal game because this is often yeah. the problem I have. It's not quite the same because there's more – there's more just weird fiddly things going mm-hmm. on in this, but it's the same way I feel about a lot of Assassin's Creed stuff where I'm yeah. like, there's just more shit in here for its, than it's like, there's too much of this crap for its own good. Like I actually think the, the game, game they just ripped all that stuff exactly. out. Exactly. Just let you find right. guns. If they and... figure out what they want, what they want their actual expressive like verbs and systems to be, just focus on those. Like I, this game is, I will say from a first person, like just sort of first person action 
it's incredibly well polished when yeah, you kind of like yeah, you fall down a cliff I or know. you're running. All right. that stuff exactly. feels really nice. It feels like there's a good game that they just covered up with garbage. Like, yeah. and then the, I mean, uh, it feels it's like not sometimes in that game, I seriously game. feel like a game designer is playing a joke on me. It is fucking weird. Like, I, I get into that weird cycle where I have too much money. Well, also, I'm liter- am I literally the only person who's able to skin things on the entire? There's a gun vending machine in every house, and not a single person God. who can sell me some leather. I'm so upset anywhere, about that. I'm anywhere, so so ever. When you go up the hill to the to the very first mission you do, when you go see Doctor Earnhardt, and you go up the hill, and you find this sort of like picture esque also I can sell, house. I just realized just now <laughs> I can sell leather to those vending machines. You can unload all of the stuff that you you have. To those vending machines, but, but you can never buy anything except for guns. And it's immediately shredded to pulp yeah. and printed what as currency. Actually, it's melted down game. and made into a gun. <laughs> you didn't see the leather AK that it sells you? And there's also just weird decisions about what to write. Like, you find a faded photograph. Then there's an entire sentence written about the idea of, oh, it's from before people. It's when people still use film. And they never mention what the photograph is of. Like, of all the important things to mention about a photograph... Isn't that the only important thing? I don't know. There's just I, I feel like <laughs> there people just choices. didn't sit down and think about why the, the choices were being made in this game. Maybe they didn't have enough time or something. Like, but there's honestly. so much stuff. <laughs> well, maybe they were it's spending wasting like so much time on the wrong things. Yeah, that's what it and, feels oh, like to me. Sorry, the thing I was going to say. Real they're quick. probably pre- honestly, I guarantee you, they're probably pressured to spend a lot of time on things that they shouldn't. They didn't want to spend time yeah. on, so they didn't spend time on the things they should have. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, when you go up the hill and you see uh-huh. that house, and the it's got like, house? yeah, it's yeah. got like a like the, the house. It's, it's got that 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 pinwheel. What are that things called? Like the weather wheel thing it's got like a weather vane sure it's got like a big house was beautiful when you walk up that hill that was amazing oh beautiful reveal yeah and the architecture of that house is so what's that british colonial like colonial like it's island colonial right but also built to a scale and to a level of detail that you Mm -hmm. rarely see in a first person shooter especially first person outdoors first person shooter like this structure is always sort of like relegated to Mm -hmm. like bullshit geo they did they went all out on the now I want to play this game for that house I'll just walk you over there you gotta see it this is what Ubisoft Montreal does those guys know how to create like just straight up content they're architect they must have they just bang stuff out and it's their environment models must be architects because it's really beautiful it really was but then you go inside and in the foyer next so they're awesome oh dude he has one of those bars one of the globe bars and and it's just there's so much stuff you'll love the inside of this house seriously I'll show it to you I'm sure I'll love it I'll show it to you later um there's so much stuff that makes it feel like a home mm-hmm. in this house. Can you knock it over? No. Maybe some things. I can't I don't, I don't knock it over. But there's a really there's a dirty kitchen. You can tell this guy is a bachelor and lives alone. There's a but you can tell he used to have a family. There's uh this there's a table with papers and books on it. There's this glow bar that's open and the bottles are half empty. And to the left of that is a fucking gun seller thin box. Yeah, like what is a it? A vending machine. machine. A coke it's machine like a coke gun machine where guns come out of it. In this man's home. Hmm. Also, in every hut, like it's just those things are. I couldn't just believe everywhere. it. I couldn't believe. Well, maybe at the it. end of the game, you take out the seller of these weapons. Maybe you take. Maybe it actually turns into no, being the a seller. Just some like kindly lady in a village. She has she's vending really machines nice. across the globe. Yeah, she's her, operating. So you're going to really go back to her stupid hut at the end of this game, and she's going to go <laughs> down a crazy <laughs> elevator, and you'll find it. Monkey like, Island Two. This ending, extreme which, fucking villain lair that's yeah. inside the entire hollowed out island. There's just a weapons like munitions company considering we're only like three and four hours into the game respectively if that's the ending sorry (laughs) (laughs) so the thing i feels like i was gonna say a second ago was that if i so you know now that i'm in this situation where i just i cannot find any tapirs which are the 
Is that how you pronounce it? The tapers. Tapers? Yeah, they're it's on taper. the map. It's on the map? Yeah. Animals are on the map. Their, ter- their territories are on the map. Oh, Jesus. All right. I guess I got to go there and kill some of those guys. Yeah. Because yeah. I need a bigger backpack. No, no, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I, so, you know, because I'm in this loop right now where I just have, I have the max money. I have the, like, it's not enough money to buy. Uh, it's just stupid. I have a thousand out of thousand yeah, dollars. You load like, up all your stuff and you have to get rid stuff, of your stuff, like but you can't get the of, new stuff. You can't, yeah. It's also really slow to just throw away plants. Like you just, there's, you can't just quickly yeah. click. Through it lacks all, like, a sort of like a, uh, you have an inventory obviously in Skyrim and, but it's handled. You just toss shit away real quick. It just, it's all handled very tactically yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it feels like I get rid of this. Boom. It drops on the yeah, ground yeah. and it's got physics when it hits and all those sorts of things. Yeah. But I feel like this game doesn't yeah, I don't have that stuff. But the thing I was going to say. And so when you have full – like if you have full ammo and full money and full backpack space, the game just turns into a sound design catastrophe. Because anytime you – like when you're just walking around – Does it break your speakers? <laughs> thank God it doesn't. Oh, like, like when you're walking – yeah. So one, That's they just got carried away with – Every boom, single boom, boom. UI thing Mixed in this in. game is like. just in, is just ridiculous. Uh-huh. Like everything has like a whoosh or like a kutung. Everything in the game has some crazy trailer sound effect from it. And so if you're walking around and you just happen to just mouse over a plant just because you're walking by a plant, the game will go whoosh and come up with things saying you don't have enough room for this because you build a bigger backpack. <laughs> On a rollover? Every, There's so many. Well, we can, we can pull, the pin, goes pull over, the pin out of that, out of how much on screen. Yeah, it's just constant. And there's all sounds. <laughs> I turned off the music at least because the, they just dubstep shit, shit coming in all the time, which, by the way, makes those Assassin's Creed flyovers really funny because that stuff is all just mixed into the music. Mm-hmm. So it just becomes silent. Like if you have the music off, when it pulls out and does the thing, there's like every few oh. seconds, there's a little like. <sighs> Because the, the all but the ambient sound and stuff is actually is in the music track. The music, yeah, yeah. So it just it's all banged down in one sound file. file. Yeah. yeah, but I had to turn the music off because it was so intrusive and ridiculous. But there's no menu option to just turn off the just I'm a baby mode. Like you can't, as far as I can tell, you can't. You just can't get turn rid off any of the UI tutorials. A barrage of nonsense being. One time I had two draw on top of each other. <laughs> I had two draw on top of. Actually, I don't understand how also, this happens in a game. So I had open the camera up. Yeah. Anywhere where those are happening, and all of a sudden they start drawing all over the camera UI, and you can't yeah, tell yeah, yeah, anything, yeah. and you can't dismiss them. Oh, the ever. people's face, the little no, icons like, above people. Like above Z to do. Yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When they, they, those go away because they want to, those don't, those aren't dismissive. You, you mean, hit escape? You mean the icons above people's faces? No, I mean the, like the tutorial boxes. Oh, the tutorial boxes never stop, as far as I can tell. Those yeah. are just apparently stuck with you the entire game like i i think they're what every, i've heard about every hour patching it about every hour i go I through hearing. a phase where i like i have to just go read through or not actually read but like click through every new thing that i've found just so i can get rid of all the exclamation points that tell yeah. me there's another new thing to read like i i don't understand i don't understand yeah. what game they thought this was like it's, it's oh, the, the way mean, that I described it, it feels like Assassin's Creed set in Burnout Paradise to me. Because you'll be going along yeah. and then you'll find like a you'll find like an ATX like a bike or whatever and you and you'll get on it. You and mean then a four-wheeler? Yeah, like a four-wheeler, sorry. And like you'll get on it and suddenly you're in this like race instance like in Burnout Paradise mm-hmm. and you're and then you and then you have to like race from checkpoint to checkpoint and if you don't do it in the allotted time you just try again and it just respawns you back at the start and you like it it, it is in fact like Burnout Paradise when yeah. you're doing those things and then and there's a I found this red rock and I clicked on it and now I'm in a challenge mode where it's like kill as many guys as you can in 2 minutes do you kill you them can, with the rock 
<laughs> Sadly not. But you can shoot barrels that give you like plus 10 seconds. Like I, it is so Ooh. weird. It just breaks every it's possible terrible. illusion they have of immersing you into this big island, which they're already clearly don't care about that much because of all the mission fail stuff that they build yeah. in with the barriers and everything. Like I – I don't know. This game feels like they just didn't commit to anything at all. No, it feels like they committed to everything. That's, that's Therefore, true. That's they true. committed right. to nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I guess it's been received really well. And I guess I'm wondering what people actually so we're, think we, this game is. Uh, collectively, we are stupid. <laughs> we don't know what a good game I guess, is. I guess, seriously. Kirk I don't, I don't seemed like he liked it. Like, uh, our friend, Evan loves it. Our friend Nick likes it. Yeah, Evan, Evan, Lottie, Evan Lottie likes it. So. I mean, I say he. I don't want to put words in Evan Lottie's <laughs> mouth. I saw one tweet that seemed to say he liked it. Yeah. Well, and as you say, like, there's a lot of beautiful stuff in this game. The, just the core combat is often really good. You know, like, there's beautiful moments, like, when you get on Did the... you get on the hang glider? The, yeah, the hang glider, and you're like, this is gorgeous. Oh, I failed a mission by getting on the hang glider. Well, see, of when course. When you come out, go, it, it comes right out, and you have to go to the cave. Yeah. And, oh, I got, I got that, too. Yeah, I was like, oh, my sick hang glider. it's right there. It's right As soon as you come out the door, it's looking right it's there. It's right there. It's and just off into the distance. Like, as soon as you set off, it's like, you're leaving. It was like, sunset when I went out there. You're leaving the mission area. Yeah. Thanks. Good job, guys. So I just dropped to my death, and then I started over. There's also, at all times, always, constantly there's a reminder telling you what the next critical path mission is yeah. in the top left of your screen always. So yeah. I, that's the reason I've been barreling ahead with the main Because it doesn't feel open game. world at all. Never, it yeah, feels, it, it yeah. always says, go here or explore the island if you want. But it's it never stops having – like the entire game, there's a big yellow pointer always with radiating concentric circles coming out of it and a million little plant icons on your map and just – just yeah. everything the game oh the big the biggest heartbreak for overload. me in the entire game was the map being taken out of the world and oh, yeah. The oh yeah we talked about that last week <laughs> yeah. that Hopefully, choice is actually sort of well that's the thing i've been trying to like not just compare it to far cry 2 right so i've been trying to stick to things that i'm just kind of evaluating in their own merit right, like, right. as if it making, wasn't even called a far cry game yeah like right. if they're just making just a game like if they were going to make the burnout paradise version of this game just make that game if you're going to make the open world thing make an actual real open world game like if you're just it does like, kind of feel like pick, burnout though pick something that's really good it's a really it feels like burnout yeah that's a really like i hadn't really thought of it that way and when you first said it i was kind of like i kind of like well, shrugged the it way off. that it instance instances everything makes it feel open world in the way that yeah like burnout's open like world early yeah. early to mid 2000s open world yeah. sports games were open but world. the difference is that burnout paradise like that game is so disconnected from reality as to like as jake has pointed well, out no often people in the car not even put people in the car this yeah. game really f- wants to be telling you this really edgy crazy story. also very to the personal point that story when, you when the girl those... when you tell the girl that um your brother or no her boyfriend is is, it her boyfriend? is, is dead yeah like it's this boat they really want you to feel that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. and i almost did they yeah. almost had me yep and then something weird happened oh she told me they had to die i don't like you now but and there's like but they so that alone kind of just keeps it from actually being a burnout paradise kind of game because it's so it is so heavy-handed in its attempt to be emotional and gritty. And there's even the ridiculous shit we were talking about, like when you load a game and it just throws this like just strobe light of words at you. It's yeah, like the word game, sort of kill, like, gun, yeah, motherfuck, lick, like just just blasting. Those are lick. all actual lick is exa- one of them. Yeah, those are all examples from the game. <laughs> Please, that. One of which is game, and one of which is fuck. It's like, all right, one guys, video. You're, you're laying it on a little thick. Like, what yeah. What am I supposed to be taking from this? Like, I don't. Yeah, I agree. Oh, it's. There's not a lot of. Uh, you know what? The game one line review lacks restraint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't In know. every single respect. <laughs> yeah. There's not a single part of this game that about which that's not true. Also, 
guys like, we should probably take a break after like yeah. re- right now because i just realized that this was not fun to listen to us just I'm sure not it wasn't. the point is i think we just really wanted to like far cry three i did well and i got myself to a I'm point where i was really trying to evaluate it on its own merits right like i didn't want to just be in that far cry 2 mode and like i feel like there's basically five different games they could have made inside of this game mm-hmm. and they just couldn't pick which one they wanted to do yeah would have been they should have just made a linear narrative game well right because be there's tons of stuff i mean oh stuff in that cave was cool oh, there's and when you're and so there's a point where you're escaping with one of the girls and and this is the point in the story that i was ca- mentioning earlier where where you're suddenly like out of absolutely nowhere, your guy starts going like, yeah, got him. Oh, cool explosion. Like just again, completely out of nowhere mm-hmm. after four hours of killing people. Um, uh, he just turns on a dime. But that also is the moment where as soon as we get in the truck and we're driving along and there's people tailing us and I have a grenade launcher, she, she starts going, you're shooting at them. I haven't fired a single shot. I haven't done anything. The game is just – it's in one of those scripted Ugh. moments where it's just so it's resolute bad. on at exactly 20 seconds in, she's going to say this no, line regardless good. of what else you know that You know there's an instance designer or a level scripter who's just – that just he's just burning because that just burnt. You know what I mean? You know – I know there's somebody on the team who probably plays that scene and just goes, god damn it. Yep. <laughs> that sucks. But again, it's like if you're making that scripted game where everything has to happen on a timer, then you got to make that game. Yeah. Like pick one. <laughs> Only one of them's going to yeah. work probably. Yeah. It's weird that he talks because he talks, he talks he, a lot. Well, he talks when I wouldn't talk, and then I talk when he <laughs> isn't talking, but right. probably should. Like, when I, the moment I got on that hang glider, I went, Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. that's yeah, the yeah, noise yeah. I made. And then yeah. I was like, I made it. But, like, Jason could have gone, like, Holy shit. Because yeah. he knew I was on a hang glider. The best yeah. music stupid computer moments in games when a protagonist talks is when you and the protagonist say the same right. thing, yeah, which yeah, is stupid. Yeah. Like, but I feel like that's I mean, what you do, right? You make the game with, you strip all the VO out, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just. Pl- your Ubisoft Montreal, you have the budget and the time. Hope maybe not the time, but you record you play, everyone playing the game. Yeah, you just play. Yeah, you just play. I heard that's the what they did with Uncharted. I'm sure. I could be wrong yeah. with that, but I heard that's what they did with the first. I mean, that's, but, also, I mean, that's, like, all, that's what that's what Greg Casavan was saying. They did with. Oh, they did. You're right. That's also just that, like yeah. old, old text-based adventure game stuff. Yeah, where yeah, you yeah. do the playtest and you watch what every single person types, and then you go back and make sure your text parser supports yeah, yeah, all yeah. of the crazy inputs that people do, so that the game is able to actually be one-to-one with what the player is doing. Well, you yeah. guys probably do that at your, with your game. We did that on the cave. I'm sure, sure. you guys yeah. do that with your game. Not a ton, but a little bit. We, we, not as much as we would like, but that's sure, generally yeah. just because we're uh, lazy up front. Sure. Just, we, we slow everybody down with our bullshit decision-making, <laughs> and then we have to make up time elsewhere. But yeah. Anyway. We should take a break. Yeah. Yep. See you guys. Video so I was looking at the um, Idle Thumbs bank account the other day on our oh, credit man, don't look at that. Uh, there was like an accruing balance that was rising. Well, I don't want to tell you guys this. Wait, what? I signed us up with the Phaedrus Group. What's the Phaedrus Group? <laughs> I was on a website uh-huh. and I got like this like I am noise. Mm. And I didn't have any IMs clients running. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, well, it's it really said, strange. I think I've seen this. It said you've won a free iPod, but then <laughs> down at the bottom there was this weird sort of scribbly text that you exactly if you click on that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I clicked on that, which maybe you didn't do, but I clicked on that, and then I just talked to this guy for a while. Mm-hmm. He asked for like uh, a lot of our bank account information, our social security numbers. That I, just I know I got off that the seems, that seems weird. The Google Doc that has all of our personal information on it, <laughs> Don't and tell uh, that. that's a real thing. <laughs> Anyway, so I signed us up for this thing called the Phaedrus Group, uh-huh. and uh, he said, um, 
he would be in contact. Oh, the the Phaedrus group. I've been using the Phaedrus group for like ten years. It's fantastic. Oh, okay, oh, well really? then the yeah. interactions are occasionally awkward. Like you know, you'll get an email, and then like three seconds later, you'll get another email that's like that sort of tries to apologize for that email, and then you'll get a third email that says ignore that email. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> the end result is generally the the technological parts of my life oh, are far more satisfactory. This must be that rocket mail spam I keep getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. that rocket mail. Oh. It's that rocket mail. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where he'll tell you where I the payment the, is going to be yeah. received, and then you go there. Yeah, I got... But I then got, it turns out that it's actually somewhere else, and he calls you really right. quick. Yeah, no, And then I, if you don't follow their, that up, it just ends up in your bank account. I think I'm on their Christmas card list. <laughs> the from the from They're all named Phaedrus, I guess, but it was just a ransom on the Christmas card. So I think we can say without a shadow of a doubt, reader, like... Uh, Please use the Phaedrus. Yeah, they sponsor our website. You can see um, if you just scroll down. Yeah. And this cast is brought to you by the Phaedrus Group this, this so, week. Thanks, so, Phaedrus. Thanks, and Phaedrus. Thanks, Phaedrus. Thanks, Phaedrus. Phaedrus and Phaedrus. And Phaedrus. This email is from Aaron Lamb. He says... Uh, I've recently been attempting to play Dota 2 due to invitations sent by my friends, having previously played yeah. Smite and Over the Shoulder Loma. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> like the like the an over like the, an over the shoulder boulder holder. <laughs> like a, an over the shoulder Loma. So so Smite apparently is controlled with WASD and powers are bound to one to one the one to four keys. He says, I thought I'd really love Dota 2, but after playing a couple matches, I just can't get into it, even though it's simply pressing Q, W, E, R, and most of the time just clicking on something. In the chaos of battle, I often click the wrong thing. I played Lion, a high-damage, single-attack kind of guy. Good support. I clicked on a mob instead of the hero I wanted to murder horribly several times. And Smite, I never made such a mistake concerning the powers. Mm -hmm. Why do you think I'm having such trouble with it, even after years of gaming? No, it's really fucking hard. (laughs) Yeah. What's your opinion on Loma's most common control scheme, similar to RTS games? Would it be better if they controlled with the WASD, maybe in some kind of over-the-shoulder or some other way, or is it perfect the way it is? Thanks, Jim. So, I know you probably haven't played Smite, Sean, but I was curious about your opinions on this, because you've often commented on how those games are just born out of this weird quirk of RTS games. Like, do you think that's actually the best way for them to be, or is it just, that's how they are, so that's it? I really, I've thought about this a lot. Oh, really? And, yeah, because you can remap your controls. Oh, yeah, So, if you wanted to put things on whatever, you could. I mean, you'd have to walk in. The movement, you couldn't. Right, that would make it a completely different game. You'd have Mm -hmm. to walk all the way back to a direct control game, which it's not. You're sending, effectively, orders, which is... So, no, I don't think it should be direct control. Yeah. Period. I think it would just... Then you're just making a different game. Yeah. But then beyond that a little bit, beyond that sort of yeah. fundamental assumption, like just the way those games are controlled in general, like just the way the interface looks, like all that stuff, it's mm-hmm. basically the same as what it was in Warcraft 3. Or, yeah. You know, like is that, I don't know, do you think that's good? I mean, I do. I mean, but the way you appreciate learning a really obscure skill or language, yeah. you know, it's one of those things sure. where the game controls and I'd be really interested to hear what somebody who actually works on the game thinks, because I think there's a real big movement with guys who work like, with the Dota team to make the game accessible. Mm-hmm. But my take on the game is just, it's not. So sure. either be honest play, it. yeah, either play it or don't. But I, you know, I like the because I played enough RTS games, especially of the, like the Blizzard. Uh, I don't know variety that things like control groups, which you would use if you were going to get all your little zerglings in a team, uh, come right over into any time you're micromanaging other characters other than your main lord in Dota. 
So it feels like all that stuff, and I mean, moving with right click and c- command, stop command, forward command, mm, yeah. uh, queuing up commands with shift. N- none of that stuff is is newly invented for these types of games. Sure, yeah. So by that, I like that. I think that's good. But so much of the fun of the game for me is perfecting these really difficult to perfect micro keystrokes and knowing that like I've got every single character has a different sort of combo order if I'm trying to do burst damage or if I'm trying to like like there's a character that has like an AOE that channels Mm -hmm. for two seconds before it uh, it fires off and if you interrupt that you just wasted your minute and a half like cooldown time on it yeah and you can interrupt the AO like the channeling really really easily with any input basically so a really great thing to do is to channel the skill, then use a blink dagger to blink to the middle of the, like right into the middle of the crew. Cause you can just jump, you know, like 1200 units of space mm-hmm. and like right near the group of enemies. And then the moment you get there, you're just doing like six seconds of AOE damage, just devastating AOE damage. It's awesome. But you have to like to do it the best way possible. Fire off your ultimate, which is hitting R then Activate your blink dagger, which is an item in your box. So that can be assigned to any key that you have. Mine's usually assigned to like whatever the six are that start with T in the upper left-hand corner on the keyboard. I know that sounds weird. So I would hit like T, then shift click to the middle of the group, queuing up the next action once the channeling is over. Right. But if I don't hit shift, I'm just going to blink and be murdered because right. I didn't, the thing didn't finish channeling. So it's like R T shift, click go and know exactly where I want to go and do it yeah. all within a second and a half. Yeah. When you land it, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's delicious. Sure. It's so good. So yeah, I think that like the payoff for it being so devastating and being like anything like that. There's, I mean, that's one example of like sand King's ultimate with a blink dagger. There's a hundred more I could give you that are like, Difficult combos are sort of like more mathematically based where you need to have exact enough mana, things like this. And learning that stuff and perfecting that stuff is part of the excitement of the game for me. But yeah, like misclicks, the frustration of a misclick is sort of like the frustration of, you know, it's really hard to hit baseballs at a high level. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like fouling off 100 balls before you actually connect with one. Right. I think the difficulty of it just adds to like the the enjoyment of it once you get it right yeah so that's kind of how i feel about the control scheme that was that's a totally long fair. that was a long answer Sorry. no no totally yeah jake's nodding no it was good i liked it made me feel like i was playing dota for a second oh. <laughs> want to play dota no god i want you to play dota so bad i fear dota now <sighs> we'll get you an easy character you can play lich hmm. he's not even easy he's, i hear he's, he's gonna have my mana he's gonna have your mana yeah cold cash so Ruben Kraken writes, Hey Thumbs, considering your love That's of Super Black Bass... a good name. Yeah, I know. Uh, considering your love of Super Black Bass, Far Cry 2, and interest in systems not modeling combat, I have a suggestion for you. Such a good start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like an Amazon checkout. Like, if you like <laughs> Far Cry 2, Super Black Bass, and systems, you'll love... And not, not modeling combat, then... Yeah. Um, Fishing Resort, published by Xseed on Wii, is a semi-open world fishing game on an island anywhere there is water, beaches, rivers, lakes, you are free to fish. There are several other systems going on, leading some to dub it a fishing RPG. While it doesn't have a, the complexity of a full open world game, it still manages to do really interesting things with, with what is ultimately a fishing game. I'm in the same boat of loving a solid combat system. In the same boat! Hey! But wish there were more options than just combat and think this is an interesting alternative. Todd. 
Your name's not Reuben Kraken. No! Your name's Todd. Todd. Todd the Reuben Kraken. There was no way there was a guy named Reuben Kraken who was also an idle thumbs reader. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There is a 60-year-old guy from Oakland named Reuben Kraken, well, but he does not listen to I was cast. intrigued by this game until I found out that guy's name was just Todd. Yeah. Sorry, Todd. Yeah. Now, is it, what is, is it a, like a browser sort of it's thing? No, it's for Wii. Oh, it's a Wii game? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Pick it up. Fishing Resort. Wii Remote Based Fishing Action. I like that part of it. <laughs> Wii Remote Based Fishing Action. <laughs> that was my Reuben Kraken impression. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, Tegan Robichaux writes, um, Chris has mentioned on the cast before that he plays Far Cry 2 with the music turned off. I think Steve first suggested that, and I, I took that from him. Intrigued by the idea, I tried playing Metroid Prime without music and found that it vastly improved an already stellar game. Wow, Metroid Prime Whoa, without music? Really? Yeah, I like the I music know. in Metroid I did, no, Prime I did, a lot. Yeah. I did too. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought that was going to take a hard right turn, and it yeah. was horrible. And it was, you guys are the worst. <laughs> are there any other games you generally play without music, or is there anything you prefer to listen to while playing games? On a related note, I listened to Old Idle Thumbs this, epi- this episodes this summer while playing Metroid Other M. Oh. Having forgotten what episode I was listening to, I ended up sinking a certain infamous character death to space asshole inadvertently worth it that's good i don't know what he's referring to because i didn't play that game. Yeah, i didn't play that game either um, I think it's your boyfriend uh yeah that's actually well, yeah that i game. mean wait what hmm. yeah i didn't play it yeah. um i mentioned doing that in far cry 3 today and you know despite all the dumping on far cry 3 we kind of did uh i do it actually did already improve my experience a lot mm-hmm. like i did it mid-combat when the game was just Throwing. I don't know if it's dubstep or not. People get it really upset when you call do, the wrong but thing. It does, dubstep, I, I was say, but, but it like, does go like, wah, wah, wah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it does make that noise. Yeah, and it just makes the game worse. So I turned it off, and the yeah, combat immediately got better. I didn't like it. It didn't. It kind of irritated me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But you know, that's why it's an option. That's why yeah. some people can do I'm it. Trying to think if there's a game where I would do that. Do you ever listen to other music while playing a game? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, you talked about doing that with uh, Space Engine. Yeah, that's because it doesn't have any okay, music, sure. yeah, so yeah. I just put on some. No, I do that Italian sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes I get cry. <laughs> sometimes I get really. Uh, sometimes I get really tired of a game's music, or like actually, you know, it's a funny thing. Um, I got a a bunch of people have contacted me to say, "Oh, were you inspired by the FTL music for your Space Base soundtrack?" And what's funny is that I actually wasn't at all because I never listened to the music in that game. Not because in not FTL? because it's not good. It's great, um, but because that's. I played that game so much that I just would listen to like podcasts and stuff while I was playing um, it because otherwise I felt like I was past a certain point after I'd already kind of gotten everything I was going to get out of the game, but still just wanted to play it all the time. I played FTL. You know what I mean? Like Xbox, I, yeah. I, I was like, I'm not. You need to multitask when playing. Yeah, this. right. Otherwise, yeah. I feel like I'm just throwing my life away. Which, whatever. Um, it's my life. I can throw it away if I want to. And, <laughs> and um, did a whole thing there, didn't you? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but. So I actually, what's funny is that it's, I feel like it's been almost an entire year since I've even heard that soundtrack. So like still it good. might, no, I mean, I know, I'm, yeah. I, I know it's good, but I just, uh, it might still be floating around in my brain somewhere, but it, it wasn't mm-hmm. considering how many, like considering I put in, you know, a hundred hours or whatever to that right, game. Right, right. I actually probably only listened to its music for like half an hour of it, mm-hmm. which is really weird. I, it was not very long before I stopped listening to the music in that game. Um, but I find a lot of games are improved by turning off the music. Stuff like Skyrim often is for me. Um, games like that where I don't I just want you really like muted lonely experiences though too well if that's what the game feels like it supports right Right. like I mean that's the thing a lot of I feel like a lot of games that's actually kind of what they are good at delivering but the game doesn't want to admit it to itself you know like I don't know I feel like it's a thing that games can do well because character interaction in games is often done really badly 
And the best workaround to that usually without investing tons of money or figuring out complicated problems is just don't have character interaction, right? Like a lot of time you spend in Skyrim is just wandering around a world. And like that's just inherently just that lonely ex- exploration thing. And that's mm-hmm. really good at it. Like it doesn't, it doesn't suffer from, from in those moments. In fact, I think it's stronger in those moments than when you walk up to an NPC and they just for no reason tell you their whole life story. Like th- yeah. those moments are kind of absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, and like even Metroid Prime is a, a, a game that's like that as well. Uh, Metroid Prime, I thought the like my personal oh, experience with no, Prime no, no. was I, like yeah, I agree. It that game like the music in it was really good in specific, but it it struck such a fun balance for me between feeling like it was cinematically scoring the game and also like it was the throwback to zone music. So like yep. you'd come into an area and just mm-hmm. yeah. oh, the Fernando drifts exactly. Yeah. God, yep. God damn. Mm-hmm. But maybe but it's cool with having, the music already, having already played all the way through that game, I would t- if I were to play it again, I would totally try playing yep. that music and just see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm glad I, I didn't do that the first time. Obviously, um, I don't know. I think it's a I think it's a totally va- valid thing to do. I also think a lot of games just have very generic music. Right? It makes like, not me, FTL like that. that right. has good it makes me wish that other games would support the music being off, like games that you would not expect that to be the case, like mm-hmm. playing. Super Mario 64 or something like that. Like just with <laughs> right. just yeah, yeah, yeah. a weird like heavy ambient bed and sound yeah. effects. That right. game would be fucked. Yeah, it would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah It'd be, be really, really odd. Yeah. Or Super Mario Galaxy with just I bet you could do that. The just lonesome sound of <laughs> right space. Oh, oh god. Mario oh, Galaxy. Man. If it's just Mario just could... just like stoically oh, flying so through cool. space. Or actually if Mario Galaxy muted like sounds when you hit the if Mario Galaxy is well, the planets have light atmospheres, so if it's yeah. silent when you're in space, and oh then man! But then you start hearing, then like, like sound comes like, in when there's air. Well, even if there's no music, even if it's just okay, like sure, you, sure. Oh, or yeah, when you it's if, as you're landing on a like the, as if only the, the world biggest is planets like emitting with blue that. sky yeah, 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 have yeah. music, right? Yeah, <laughs> as it's equivalent to the like once you're within their gravitational pull. You right, know, or like, you're like sort of t- you hear like the radio sound yeah. start coming in, and then or when like you land a pass filter, like oh man, oh god, dear Nintendo Is or emulator writer, please yeah, right, exactly. make that, that happen. Can people do that shit with with Wii emulation. I don't that even would know. Probably take a lot of emulation. a lot of fucking yeah. with to make that oh, happen. Oh, that would be out of control. See, this is why PC games are cool. Like the the um, <laughs> that Far Cry Two mod where the guy replaced all the sounds in the game with his own voice making the sounds. <laughs> Have you guys seen this? No. It's so funny. The guy just took every single sound effect in Half Life Two and just oh, you said Far Cry Two. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Any yeah, game with the I'm two horrible. is Far Cry Two. Yeah. Idle thumbs. My brain is ruined. Half Life Two. But yeah, he took he took every single sound, including effect. enemy barks. Um, I think so. Like. Pick up that can. I, I think so. I can't remember. I, I he just showed a bunch of he did a trailer where he just showed a bunch of like combats and stuff, and it was just really hilarious. Like everything was just you know, it was really really good. All of the gun sounds, all the footsteps, and everything was just him going like psh, psh, pew pew. Just I don't know. The, it's only funny because he took the the task of doing the right. Entire he went the whole thing. way. That's yeah, still yeah. that makes me want. Steve Gaynor's hypothetical mod of just voicing Gordon Freeman through the entire game. (laughs) (laughs) God, that'd be the best. Well, someone did that. Someone made videos of that. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But it would be really good to do as an actual mod. The videos were also a really different tone than Steve's. They they totally were. Which was just Gordon going, I'm right here. Yeah. Or like when a huge thing pulls up, having him just go, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I talked about that before because it amuses me forever. Really good. God, Gordon, just like the thing we were talking about earlier. Of why is Far Cry 3 guy not stoked that he's on a hang glider? Just like when right. that bridge falls apart that he's just like, holy fuck. Like, that would be so good. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. 
No music Half-Life, but Gordon talks. <laughs> God, that would be really good. Mods. <laughs> I think that's pretty much all we got right now. Oh, I'm really glad we're ending on the word mods from Chris. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a week or so off because oh, of yeah. holidays. Sorry, we're not going to be here next week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry about that. See you soon. We're going to be out of town. Christmas. Yep. Family. We'll probably Happy put out like holidays. a Brecken cast next week. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lost transmissions from Nick Brecken. Brecken. That'd be so good. Don't yeah. promise those sorts of things. That won't so close to Christmas. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Don't, don't yeah. look for it, please. Nick, if you're listening, though, please send in your, your transmission. Video game. Secret World's gone <sighs> free to play. It has gone free to play. No, it's not. It's $30. But it's, you don't, it's no. It's gone no subscription, which is oh, different. I'm probably. Do you want to play it? Secret World. Yeah, it's twenty nine ninety nine. From Ragnar. Oh, and then we Quest. never have to ever. Yeah. You don't have to subscribe to it. I don't know. It looks interesting. I wouldn't play it on my own, but I'd play it with a buddy. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't play it on my own, but I'd play it with a buddy. What? Chris Remo. Is that Chris? Chris Remo, comma sweetheart. Is that wrong? Is <laughs> no, that, it's very sweet. Problem with that? No, it's Asshole. very sweet. It was Nick Brecken. Nick Brecken. Nick Brecken. Nick Brecken. Fingers out. All right, you're good.